0: welcome back we're back we're back for another episode did another saturday morning exercise yep and now we're back into the podcast man it's good to be yeah. here yeah killed our legs like... we did we did do some we did do some killer legs and what's it the new thing you showed nordics. me nordics nordics were kind of awesome yeah I did some assisted nordics yeah so I... yeah, you put the band around your chest and then you fall forwards and come back up i i did imagine at one point myself with that band snapping and hit me in the face for some reason but those bands are strong they're they're the i know but but stuff. i can't i can't get the memory of me using rubber bands as weapons against my <laughs> height, my school school age <laughs> friends yeah. as i was growing up. <laughs> Why well, the theme around this
1: episode? And the theme is conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. We started diving in a little bit at work and I was like, "Oh, we gotta talk about
0: that. Oh man, I got a lot. I There's know. a couple websites out there. I can't believe them all, but they're fun to they're to, fun. Go, they're go, to go over. So I mean, so some aren't necessarily. Some do seem true.
1: Some are fun and funny and all this stuff. Some are just like, man, I really don't want to go that route of believing in this. <laughs> and some are just, you know, like, ah, oh, that that's ridiculous. Right. like. <laughs> so so have, or, you lo- or, have you looked at any? Have you looked at any? I mean, Sweet. I know of a lot. Right. Like, <laughs> like that. they're just like, you know, we can go as like far as like flat earth and all this stuff. And I can just laugh at that. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. You know, or like, you know. For me before it was a, such a funny thing. It's like oh the the streaks in the air that the airplanes make, but you are a believer, my friend. Look,
0: I have a couple questions <laughs> about about the you're not contrails. saying you believe
1: it, but you you, you you just question it.
0: I question the science of how do they stay there that long? <laughs> yeah right what, yeah. What's in that nice white fluffy semi-dispersed line that appears to be a cloud? Condensation. I don't think so. That's water that evaporates. So jet, jet What do engines you burn think clean. clouds are? Watch a jet fly.
1: Right. What do you think clouds are? Let's I start there. Let,
0: regular clouds. That they're, come. Just, they're just fluffy water. I get it. Right? Okay. <laughs> I get it. But jets don't naturally make clouds. Clouds don't come out of their engines. Right. No. So what the hell is. Why is it? Watch a jet fly you, in, in you, the sky.
1: You ever. And it's like in this winter much, when it's really cold looked at your tailpipe and just see
0: yeah but there's not lines on you know going down 95 of white trails behind our cars but the atmosphere is different like it's you think it's any less different up there that the wind doesn't blow as
1: much yes there's way more nitrogen up there than it is in here i don't know
0: man i don't know i want to know i want to know what's 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 in the jet engines that, make, that makes the <laughs> makes the trail say. And here, here's another thing. I did watch a video and read a, stu- a actual scientific study on. They, uh-huh. they were scientific like, hey, who, by who? By some scientists. <laughs> scientists. I don't remember who. <laughs> they had an N and an A in the in the, in the description, yeah. and it, it looked scientific because it, it was, looked very scientific. It huh? was a PDF, and <laughs> it was PDF. Oh, so it, it must was hard, be true. It was, it was hard, in PDF. It was format. hard to find because <laughs> you it. know how I had hard
1: to, it is to convert a Word document in well, PDF. No. I had to do I had to do an advanced
0: <laughs> Google search to find <laughs> it. With with like an edu extension, so that's how okay. I know it's right. probably yeah, yeah. semi legit.
1: Semi legit.
0: So, so they so they went up to, to this mountain to get as close as they could to these jet contrails, and mm-hmm. they took sample of the snow up there, and there was aluminum in the snow. Okay, why? Why would there be aluminum in the snow? Yeah, very very good. science. I'm saying, but I'm saying mm-hmm. what if what if you know, what if someone's putting aluminum in there? So in the do air? you
1: think that the contrails or whatever? are your furthest conspiracy theories that you're like really into
0: like, Oh my God, like I'm going to die on that mountain. They're just (laughs) questions. No, they're just, they're just plausible because I can relate them to climate change. Right. I could understand if they wanted to spray some stuff in the atmosphere to slow it down or think that they could right? like that. That's where I'm going with it. Like it, it could essentially be a thing if, if really wanted to, but there's other conspiracy theories that are probably absolutely insane. Yeah, you know, that like, uh, do you have one off off the top of your head?
1: I mean, aliens. That's a big topic oh, right they're now. They're great, right? man. Yeah. I, I love the whole thing of aliens, right? Because to mm-hmm. me, yes, they exist, one hundred percent. Are they on Earth? Mm-hmm. You know, like visiting? Are they interacting with us? Like that? Yeah, that man. that starts getting like really,
0: really. You I know, take my wife's view on that. I can't see them, and they're not here. Why the hell should I worry about them? (laughs) I don't worry or even think about them. Like, so I like I you know, uh, man, would I love to be in a Star Wars with a lightsaber and an alien, like Star Wars guy. I would love it, right? But, but like for one, if they uh, they do exist and they are here, Mm -hmm. then they don't want to be our friend because they know we're messed up, right? Yeah.
1: (laughs) So there is that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Too. uh, Too. They have a long term goal to take over the Earth, which is going to be more than eighty years, or they just aren't here, and we have some unexplained stuff going on.
1: Yeah, it it, it gets you really thinking. Like, are we an experiment of the aliens? <laughs> <laughs> like, are we as human beings just another thing? Like the
0: way that we look at, and yeah, are we are we in, just inside a quantum computer yeah. in, a, in a virtual reality? <laughs> yeah, right? that,
1: that that's another conspiracy theory, right? Like, exactly. are we Tell in what, the matrix? If, right? if that's <laughs> the truth, it's pretty damn realistic. I. i I mean i don't care it's like one of those things that some people when they hear certain things like that they it really takes over and it's like they get anxiety and they think Mm -hmm. about it and they let it take over your life for me it's just like oh this is cool to look into you know because it's like if you think about space and infinity and all that stuff right there's you know your your brain is just gonna hurt of how much there is out there right mm-hmm. because the data shows they have our universe is infinite then there's another reality just like this having the same conversation the same time as us right now mm-hmm. somewhere out there
0: all i'm saying <laughs> is like if if like i could find another version of myself yeah. i'm pretty confident that i would be best friends with myself i mean that would make sense I was like, so, but but there's there's also... Unless you hate yourself, it's it's, it's one of those things, like, unless you're,
1: like, man, like, really downer and, like, uh, you hate your life. Well, (laughs) well, if that theory's
0: right, though, then that means that there's, like, a Darth Sith version of yourself out there that probably wants to kill off all the other versions of you, much like Jet Li in the semi-popular... 2000s movie (laughs) where he was time jumping to kill off versions of himself and every time he did he became more powerful which is just like the highlander there can only be one (laughs) whereas your reality is
1: like there cannot be all of us welcome (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be
0: a party of raj what about ghost do you believe in ghosts? all right so i you know i often could debunker explain I guess some of it through science energy physics or some mm-hmm. some stuff like like I have seen stuff in the dark just because I am human and I am yeah. afraid of being mauled by animals at some yeah. level but there' are certain things that I see that I can't explain mm-hmm. there are there are some so my wife's like is like she's all she's like a median and all but like names like we, she she gets messages it's amazing we, we talk about this we, yeah
1: both it, our wives are very yeah. witchy. Yeah, witching, in, so in, in, to speak, in, in a you know yeah. medium kind of way, not not, like, like not I, in the like the old ball and chain is a witch. No, it's it's no, like, like it's really like like they they see stuff and, and foresee stuff coming.
0: Yeah, that, like they have a dream. Cannot explain. Yeah, they have a dream and say don't drive to the work today. The only difference <laughs> between
1: you and me is that you believe your wife. I'm still in the camp uh, of like, nope, no matter how much so, you
0: you raise, I'm not gonna believe that. So I, I do believe because she has proved right. Like she's proved me right Oh, many, Trust me, my, my many, wife's many, proved times. me right many, <laughs> just, many just, times. I'm you, just stubborn. You're stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> you can deal with the pain, <laughs> the emotional turmoil. So there there is a couple times where we had certain like so we were in Gettysburg mm-hmm. and there was like Gettysburg is really really haunted yeah. and my wife would we would go to certain parts and my wife would be like you smell cinnamon and I smelled no cinnamon at all and I, like she would get like a sick stomach and then she'd be like like she would just look at certain things and like I could notice like orbs so you take a picture whenever she said that there would be like orbs or shadows and the other side of that is that she would ha- like she would get experiences where like a-, a friend i never told her about died i didn't know about it that night she came to me and told me you know do you know who this person is and i said yes he said listen don't you know tell raj you know not to worry about it we were high school friends we were you know childhood friends she knew his name where he lived she knew the color of the sofa that we had on his Northeast Philly porch, there was this, we found this yellow sofa and put it on his porch and his parents got really mad at us (laughs) for having a yellow sofa there. Mm -hmm. But she knew all these things that I never told her. So there's some type of energy convergence there, but like she, she brought something home from Gettysburg, a piece of furniture one time. And my brother-in-law, we're all sitting out back and he's like, he's like, yo, I just saw a civil war soldier walk across your dining room. And I was like, no, please. No, no, you did not see any of that. (laughs) So here's the thing. While I don't want to believe in them, I'm too afraid not to, to guard <laughs> yeah, just myself in case. against potentially being harmed by one. Yeah, just in case, right? Like, <laughs> <Just laughs> like we grow sage out back. Oh, dude! So I tell my wife, I was like, "Can we dry it?" And like, right, Yeah. <laughs> like, no. sage so the house. I, I I buy a lot of crap
1: from Facebook Marketplace, right? Yeah and before it comes into my house my wife has to like sage it down and and do the whole thing so it's like get rid of all the spirits you know like
0: i rely on my wife for yeah. all the decisions no no I'm like, I mean, it's like that yeah, that, that i'll yeah. let her
1: because it's like that that's one of those things that it's like yeah, you know, like, uh, yeah, ha, 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 but at the same time, do your thing, honey, because I don't want to freaking be haunted. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to buy this
0: really nice axe. This couch, <laughs> I'm buying a huge chainsaw axe <laughs> that were used in some murder, <laughs> like, that I don't know about. I don't want them in the house. Yeah, that's, I don't know. <laughs> but no, I, I, I totally rely on my wife. She's like, there, she knows it, and it's it's like when she says, don't do this, I have a feeling. Yeah. The worst is when she says she has a bad feeling, but can't. Pinpoint it. Uh, Then I'm looking at the sky for an airplane to follow me, like
1: (laughs) (laughs) with the contrail behind. It's like, damn it, now I'm tied and have a lot of aluminum on myself. (laughs) (laughs) Not
0: the aluminum. (laughs)
1: aluminum. (laughs) Meanwhile, there's a freaking you know 500 ton aluminum thing on you. (laughs) You know,
0: that's what I would think though. I would see it like crashing i'd be like yeah. well in that case it's on fire so it's supposed to have a trail yeah <laughs> but before it caught on fire it was doing something nefarious yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> no man goes this is one of those things that it's like i remember as a kid i was like oh my god total believer like you know we used to go to this like country house in maryland and the guy who took care of it um he would tell us stories because he lived there alone pretty much. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the guy who took care of it would tell us all kinds of stories of, like, you know, that has just seen stuff and not explaining certain stuff. And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you wonder, it's like, okay, there's kids coming here, you know, like horror stories of the, the country, right, and all that stuff. But, you know, other times you really... For some people, you really believe it, like it's like, oh, there's no reason why this person would lie, and and that gets scary because you you start really thinking about, you know, what is it though? Because some some of it is old wise tales, some of it is like, you know, Legendary. story local legend, legend or local so, yeah. legends. I mean, in Paraguay, we're we're known for it. I mean, there there's like myths like i don't know how how you how you say it like of but there's like myths of of these people that roam around the countryside Mm -hmm. one of them is like blonde blue-eyed kid and you know if you see him you're dead another one it has like a dick that goes all the way around his stomach and goes and rapes you know like Unless you give them tobacco and whiskey, you know, like, I (laughs) I swear to God, like, they're actual mess that you can pull up and and see, but there's like, so, (laughs) so,
0: so so I never heard of this one. And this is, this is intriguing to me. So you have a a stunningly handsome, Swedish, German, (laughs) long hair, blue eyed man running around, like causing havoc and his kind of pet monsteroid that you have to feed whiskey i don't think they work together but <laughs> no, you know. i thought it was a team <laughs> no they're okay. not a team
1: they're like you know different myths like that that happen along the countryside and and you know there's people who dead ass will believe in that stuff like hey you know like i left the cigar there and i left the whiskey there and mm-hmm. at night i saw the cigar being lit you know and all this stuff and it's like yeah that's just people that know that there's fucking cigar cigar and whiskey because you you leave it there every night (laughs) i saw you
0: left the party behind so i went to smoke yeah (laughs) right like but
1: at the same time there's people who disbelieve but put that aside there's people who who tell stories and and some stories that you hear some story that you experience that makes you question like Mm. what the hell this is right and going back to the alternate reality like isn't mm-hmm. you just kind of peeking into another reality that's happening right now
0: I agree like, like are they are yeah. they
1: like in this kind of like mid kind of like a uh, part between whatever the afterlife is mm-hmm. or whatever you know like other reality they go to or anything like that or is life as just sorry. simple as like living you die and that's it and it's gone And everything is bullshit, right? Like, where do you stand on that? Like, for me, it's like, hmm, I really believe in, like, what we know right now and cold-heartedly, but I also believe that there is a lot that we don't know. And there's definitely some type of thing that we give out that some type of energy that can cause things that we just can't explain. Because many times in science alone... Scientists have gone back and just say, I can't explain this, so therefore it's God. And and that that's the God theory in science. Like, hey, you know, like I can't explain it. Newton couldn't explain certain parts of gravity, so he was like, Well, that's just God and then here came Einstein and explained it, right? And yeah. so there you know, like things like that I believe that it's happening right now with energy and all this stuff into ourselves and realities and everything I, I don't even know how to put it in words but we just
0: can't explain it you know that that's what i believe so we so. can explain how big stuff works right anytime we're gonna like smash something together and count it count its destructive power <laughs> we're really great at doing that but what we can explain is things that are super super small right and how yeah. they work because it seems like that what we experience on a large scale does not match the experiences that we can observe on a small scale.
1: Well, it's like not that. so much that. Imagine, imagine a, you know, you draw like a little person on, like mm-hmm. a stick figure on, you know, on a piece of paper, right? That mm-hmm. piece of paper is two D, and the stick figure can go, back and forth onto the piece of paper, mm-hmm. right? Now try to explain to that stick figure what three dimensional is his whole life is is one direction so for us to understand what else other dimensions are out there and what other thing is very hard for us to understand that
0: i agree mathematically it may like they can be other dimensional things two shapes but we don't have the the biological senses to experience them right we need help describing it right so what I mean by things operate differently on a small scale, mm-hmm. like you're talking about like basically the quantum mechanics, yeah. like if you separate a particle, right? The electron, like the spin of the particle, if you take its pair particle and you put it as far away as you can think, if you manipulate one, the other manipulates all the time. So how are they, ta- how do they talk to each other? Right? There's, there's something that enables that, that we don't understand. It's called spooky Especially action.
1: Especially for us. We're just a bunch of dumbasses talking
0: about. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm I'm probably describing this like like, the worst possible way possible.
1: (laughs) It's like we don't understand. Yeah, no shit, we don't understand. We don't know anything about that shit.
0: (laughs) Right, but there's like quantum energy between these like two electron particles to where when one spins, the other spins, right? Like, and it's no matter how far apart they are, they react to one another that way. So why does that happen, right? We we, no one knows. No one also knows. Whenever do you ever hear, hear of the double slit experiment? No. You take a a flashlight and you take some like piece of cardboard and you put two slits in it, right? And you flash the flashlight through the slits. What do you expect to see on the wall behind the slits of cardboard, right? Two lines, right? You're shining a flashlight through a piece of cardboard that has two slits on it. Okay. So if the wall, if the, you shine the flashlight through those two slits on the wall behind that, you would expect to see two beams of light, two slits. No. What would you expect to see?
1: A pattern. Like, Why?
0: Because light refracts with each other. It does, but if you don't, if you now, if you stop observing it and just let a camera do it, you get a different result, which is crazy.
1: Wait. Explain look it up on what, YouTube. I don't it, know why it works. <laughs> I'm, like you said, I'm just a, dumbass, just a dumbass <laughs>
0: explaining something I saw. <laughs> but look at the double slit experiment. It's scary and weird and strange and fun. But those are
1: physics experiments that is explainable, though. Right?
0: Sort of. It, like, it's like the same thing if
1: you have two cans like on the string together and you blow in between it. Mm-hmm. What do you expect it to happen? Like, Those a lot of people, like, who don't know physics and all this mm-hmm. stuff, you expect the cans to fall, mm-hmm. like, outwards on each other, right? Right. Where what really happens is they smack into each other because you blew the air, therefore creating a vacuum in between mm-hmm. it, and all the air pressures on the other side are mm-hmm. not equal to the air pressure in between it, and therefore it smacks into each other. Mm-hmm. Right? So, the double slits, I mean, I don't know, like, the experiments, I would look, look it up, look at but, like, experiment. at the same time... I would expect that to be just like one of those physics
0: experiments where it's totally explainable. It's a little strange. You you can't really explain the non-observational impact, though. When you when you, you you expect what you see and you say it and then when you stop observing, I gotta look it up because I don't, I don't think this is it's as thing. huge of a like conspiracy like ground or but groundbreaking experiment. I'm saying, it, I think it's one of those sense. like
1: like like high school physics teacher would be like, yeah, dumbass, it's because of this.
0: Yeah. I don't know, I don't know. We're, we're, we're gonna look it up. We're All gonna right. find out. All right. So, what about in the convergence of conspiracy theories of like? Of a historical nature, like, where kind of science and, like, I don't know, historical or religion meet, right? Like, do the gi- giants ever exist? Oh, yeah. You think there was giants?
1: Yeah. There, there's, like, no... Isn't there, like, like a whole thing of, like, a city full of giants? And then there's also, like, another one where, in time, <laughs> there was, like, a city full of, like, yeah. very small people and all that stuff. Ooh, they scare me. Yeah
0: the small the small people can't be allowed to stay are you scared of little people no dolls porcelain (laughs) dolls okay all right i was gonna say like like (laughs) it's because of my experience as a kid with my this like my so every my parents used to my grandparents used to go to mexico to visit family right Mm -hmm. new mexico and They would come back with something for me all the time, and they always had Marionette puppets that were handmade. And they were super awesome, right? However, they used to get hung from my ceiling as a child in my bedroom, and there was this one who looked like Lady Elaine from uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, (laughs) but she was a witch riding a broom. And she stared at me before I went to bed for years on end. (laughs) And I used to look up at Lady Elaine and it, let me describe the whole environment of my childhood bedroom. So, not only had all these marionette puppets hanging off my ceiling, one that scared me, but I also had velvet paintings of the Roadrunner, Mickey Mouse, and, like, uh, so a very, like, a strange paneled, paneling on the wall. It was cool, yeah. but Lady Elaine scared the hell out of me. <laughs> and, and my parents were always, like, they gave, them to, they gave me the dolls when I was, like, adult, when I moved out. And I was, like... Um, no, no, I don't want them. I don't want them. I will set them on fire. <laughs> I, they have they have no emotional attachment to me. They scared me for life. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny with
1: parents, and I don't know, like they try to give you stuff that they they found interesting, or they found you know like usual and thinking that their kids are also gonna do that, I'm like value so it evaluate as much as as they did. Like my mother in law would give us like. She gave us a suitcase full of like coin collection and rocks and this and that and and I mean I'm I'm sure it's maybe worth something, maybe nothing but like I'm not interested in coins. I'm not my kids are not interested in coins. Like like what the hell am I gonna do with this? Like like <laughs> it's just the freaking heavy bag that's in our, <laughs> somewhere. It's a heavy bag you're gonna have to move that, Yeah, that point. that we're just gonna have to move somewhere. But like and she's like, Oh, like, keep it for your, you know, grandchildren. They would want it. And I'm like, that's not how it works. No. <laughs> like, so what are you going to do? You're going to... It's like, if you don't want us to have it, then you You can have it back. <laughs> like, you can, you know, give, you know, sell it, give it to charity or give it to somebody who cares. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm perfectly fine with that. But, like, it's like, don't think that we can... Are going to have the same likes like with the marionette your mom probably was like oh it was in his childhood thing you probably want this and mm-hmm. you're like nope, <laughs> yeah, nope, nope, nope didn't mind.
0: yeah i'm so bad with keeping stuff like that too oh god i don't I do, i'm i'm like i throw stuff away all the time all the very time. simplistic all the, i mean i hoard a lot of crap
1: not hoard but like i i buy a lot of crap but i also throw away a lot of crap <laughs> So like my my wife, I'm I'm very much into like cleaning up and and getting rid of stuff that I don't use anymore easily. You know I I have no emotional attachment, mm-hmm. and she gets emotionally attached to things. Like one time we had a pan that was like completely like old and just, just trashed. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we got new sets when we got married, so I was like, well. We got new sets. Let's get rid of this one. We don't need another one. And she's like, "Why?" I was like, "Well, it's old." She's like, "That was the first pan I bought when I came to this country." You know, and I'm like, "Okay, but it's old." Like, <laughs> it's like I don't get it. It's, it's a pan. It. <laughs> it's not, you know, like I don't know. But it, yeah, it it was one of those things. that you know, I'm like, yeah, I just get threw rid one of, of those it. out last week. Yeah, and no like, one knew like, I did it. If I can go into the kitchen and throw away 50% of the containers that oh, we man. have, yeah. please, God, let me do that without. <laughs> 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 because she goes and buys new containers for the kids, lunches and all this stuff. It's like, we have so much. It's ridiculous. Her going into the container store is, you know. The Tupperware, yeah. To our account. (laughs) Yeah, three hundred dollars down the drain for things that we have. (laughs) Yeah, we already have those things. It's ridiculous. (laughs) But then again, I spent money on crap so I can't say anything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like Like a three hundred dollar Lego set. Yeah. (laughs) 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 But that's a nice Lego set, right? That is a nice Lego set.
0: (laughs) That is that took some time to build. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But yeah. The thing of like parents giving stuff, not the same. Mm -mm. We need to understand that when we grow up, and our kids, your kids are getting to that age. They don't want the things that you wanted. No, they don't. And they
0: actually—they're like, "Are you going to leave us the house?" I'm like, "You got like they're planning for your death already." Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, "Can we just?" They were like,
1: "One heart attack, and they're already planning on."
0: I I was telling them, I was telling them that you know. I was like, oh, I'm going to move some there. Like, just leave us the house then. I was like, no, I was going to sell it, you know, to move. And they were like, you could, you could leave it to us still. <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah. Oh. That's not, it's not, it it is, would be nice. I would like to leave them the house. It would be nice. But yeah. But they, you know what they, it is? They, they, that just means that I get to manage two houses for a while. Like, they, how do you do this? <laughs> Come
1: fix this. There's a saying that I, I heard. I don't quite agree with it, but it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Inheritance is a bad accounting error on mm-hmm. your part, mm-hmm. meaning that you didn't spend all the money that you had <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> until you're dead, dead right? Yeah. And, and you yeah. left money. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you know, we all work hard to leave our kids and hopefully give
0: them a leg up. I you could also them. make the argument that everything that I teach them and push Take them towards is, is the biggest inheritance that they'd ever have, right? Because yeah. then they then they just know how to do it on their own. They know how to create it. Yeah, That's the key. Knowing how to create your wealth. Wealth, and not just money, wealth comes in many different forms, right? Knowing how to create that is far more important than it being given to you. Because I've been in both situations. I've been given things in my life and I've also earned them. Yeah. and i can say with 100 percent certainty that it is far better to experience the creationary aspect of making yourself and family happy than just having it given there there is that
1: and there's also the opportunities that are awarded to people that are given stuff also if they take agreed good care of it and, mm-hmm. and they, they they understand the opportunity of it yeah for example like if 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 you didn't have to worry about buying a house, when you know and all the stuff, or you know, you might have not had the opportunity to maybe go through school and do do the stuff with one less thing. If if that house mm-hmm. wasn't given to you, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's not like a thing. It's like there's people who get stuff and they take it for granted, and they don't see you know, how they can step on that and really get a leg up
0: in, in this world mm-hmm. by that gift. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. As I always try and teach the value of like what we have. Like I was walking with my daughter yesterday. Rare treat for her to go on a walk with me with the dogs. But she was she just got her new job. I picked her up from the train station. We had a really nice day and she was like, I wanna go, like just appreciate my new you know, I wanna celebrate myself. So I'm pretty proud yeah. of myself. I was like, you shall be and she was just saying on the walk, like, how lucky she felt to live in a neighborhood like this. And, you know, like, sometimes even I catch myself taking it for granted when all, when all a thousand other things are going on, I take for granted that when I go out to walk my dogs, it's on a tree-lined street with 80-foot oak trees. And the school is within walking distance, and it opens up into a big, beautiful field that has a great sunset.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? I take it for granted that I don't live in... I came from the city. Yeah. We both did. So we know what what it's like to live in the city and what that is as a pair compared to up here. And quite honestly, I worked really, really hard to get, to get here. Yeah. And this, I know, also know <laughs> that my wife was in it for life. Cause she <laughs> stayed with me when we had a shitty ass apartment in Northeast Philly on, it was above an eyeglass place, like an optometrist yeah. place on uh Tarsdale or, or, Frankfurt and Kotman mm-hmm. which whenever a playoff game is won, that turns into a big party. Yeah, <laughs> so we, we, we yeah, came all the way from there me, up to yeah. here. Like it's my wife met
1: me when I was delivering pizzas, so that's and, love. Uh, yeah, right. That's, that's how love, you know. Man. That's how you that's know. That's love. See how super like, lucky? Uh, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I remember our friend who's. was like (laughs) saying something about like basically uh you know like uh when when you get divorced or something like that you can take half and and her other friend was like half of what What? half pepperoni half cheese (laughs) (laughs) like what the (laughs) hell like are you talking about one why are you talking about divorce two what the hell are you gonna walk away with (laughs) right there's nothing to be half (laughs) yeah so yeah but uh, yeah we we lived in northeast for a while you know like and yeah like I mean, I don't know if I told this on a podcast or not, but there there was times where, you know, a trip to Costco with a surprise annual fee of $60. Oh, I have those, too. I, you know, would just be like, yeah, I got to leave my stuff because I can't afford this. Yeah, you I'm going to have there, to. There's, like, you know, there's things that definitely, you know, we try not to take for granted, but, you know, we get used to it. Mm-hmm. And going back to where we came from and everything like that. I grew or up in, in West Philly. You know, like really, really bad neighborhoods, you know, Mm -hmm. and yeah, very
0: grateful. When my wife met me, I didn't have a job. (laughs) So I was like, already, I was kind of like, are you sure? Are you sure? Like, I'm not that great. (laughs) I was going back to school at the time. I just lost, I was working um, for Verizon. I just had lost my job and like I laid off. And I was just on unemployment. They were paying benefits. I had, like, a, a deal. I, it, was a, it was, like, a sweet part-time job. It was, like, 30 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, oh, I'm going to go back to school and, you know, I'm going to write software. You know, So I, I had an associate's degree. So I was, like, two years away. And it seemed like a really great idea. She was like, I'll support you through it. Yeah. And I was like, me? Me? <laughs> I look over my shoulder. She wholeheartedly believed in me. And I was like, yeah, yeah. so... We made two five-year plans. One was for me to go back to school, which ended up, which is where we're at now, which is how you and I met and started mm-hmm. this podcast, which is a very novel memory for me to have going all the way back to here to this point. And now she's getting ready to graduate nursing school, which I'm very proud of. That's and amazing. And she'll be the Yeah. So, which is awesome because she, uh, you know, whenever anyone's injured, I'm like, um, excuse me can you fix us real quick <laughs> can you please
1: take a look at my hemorrhoids <laughs> i'm sure she would not like that
0: <laughs> she she gets in the thick of it man yeah no she like, us too. <laughs> i'm like no thanks i like, guess why i didn't pick the yeah. medical industry like i'll do informatics like from the office yeah i work on your computers which sir we'll have to have a whole another thing about like the use like usability in general but usability. Did you ever work on a on a system in a hospital or a me, or in medicine in general? No. It is awful. It's as complicated as learning Visual Studio for the first time. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Cuz I remember the feeling I got when I sat in front of Visual Studio. The, the first sec, the first week I was like, "Huh? What? Debug? What? <laughs> Red dots on the screen? What is this oh, for magic?" <laughs> me, for me it was heaven. Because for
1: me, I came like when I started learning, I literally did everything on notepad. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and like back then, though, I it, it was I started with like JavaScript and all this stuff. So it was like literally write debugger on on the page, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when it would hit, or like worse, debugger was <laughs> like a, a luxury, right? Like you would put <laughs> alert, you know, alert, my code I- is here. <laughs> mm-hmm. and there, therefore you knew like okay it went through all these steps and you know now i'm here right <laughs> like <laughs> that's how i started so when i got to like actually using IDEs and all that i'm like oh my god this is amazing That's why you have superpowers yeah. now though yeah, it <laughs> yeah. is it's No, why was... there, there is to that like like you understand how everything works you behind the scenes shoot. and you know how to There's troubleshoot art you really to
0: troubleshoot there is there there is that but yeah best best people i work with they are experts at pulling a problem down to its simplistic form, fixing it and building it right back up again. Yeah. Within a half hour, hour. Yeah. Right. Oh, let's take all let's take all those other things out of the equation. Let's just focus on this yeah. piece. And I I I learned that semi early on yeah. in my career. I watched someone do it. They're like, stop putting the red dots on the screen. Like we're going to feel with the browser later. Put put this log here in your code and now build it. And then go and look and see where the message is yeah and then that i was like oh you're just taking all the other stuff out of the mix yeah yeah that it gives you superpowers man yeah it's you live in your kind of thing you're very modest you're like yeah i know a little something no i mean you're like a a super fancy i i i appreciate like cloud engineer compliments (laughs)
1: for me like it's kind of funny because I, I'm very big-headed when it comes to myself. I, I, I would compliment myself <laughs> I'm kind of left and like right. My wife always tells and, me I love myself. Yeah, I love <laughs> myself. And, and and I'm like, you know, I'm the best. I'm this and that, that <laughs> stuff. and stuff. And, you know, but when somebody compliments me, I get really, really like, oh. And there are times where, you know, I really have to just be like, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. You know, and just take it to heart and and leave it at that. But
0: I get a little bit like, I don't want to seem like I'm, (laughs) you know. But sometimes in my mind, I point, wink, and say, I think you're right. Uh (laughs) Thank you for the compliment. I think you're correct. (laughs) I think you're correct. Yeah, there's that. (laughs) Well, so, but when the compliment does come in, especially in a, you know, like an you know, professional setting. Yeah, there is expectation associated with compliments, right? Like what? Like, for instance, when you moved over into just DevOps world,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it took forever for the developers, the feature teams, to stop thinking that you were really still kind of, kind of for the teams. You know, like, well, oh, they will fix the code. Am <laughs> I going to fix the code? Get a pull request, like, because you're good at both. You were always good at both.
1: Yeah. But I, I I had to draw the line and just be like no, that's not happening. Even yeah. to my manager, I was like, mm, you know what? Like I, you know, I know I did that in the past world. Like I was mm-hmm. this, you know, I wore that hat, but I don't want to do that anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There there was a time where it's like, oh, everything's going to hell. Like we need more developers. It's like, can we recruit Jose to go into the teams? And I was just like. You can, but you, you're you going to be down mm-hmm. a DevOps source, and, and that's really the bottleneck right here. So do you really want to do that? It's like, yeah, I'm willing to go down that route if it takes, but it's not worth it. And, no. and I don't want to. Like, for me to go back to coding, I don't know. I, 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 I enjoy what I do now, and I'm like, I don't enjoy... I don't enjoy all the surprises that comes with coding. Like like in, in the sense of like you're trying to build a nice house. You put brick by brick and then somebody's telling you, you know, by the way, <laughs> we wanted a balcony on the first floor. And I was like, what? You know, and you're like, now I got to take all this out and put a balcony. But the first floor, it doesn't make sense. Don't you want a deck? No, mm-hmm. no. We want a balcony on the first floor. And it's like, what the? are you talking about and those kind of things like hits me off so w- with with my role now it's, it's like there's disagreements in the way the way we do certain things but mm-hmm. for the general sense is is very much like overseer of everything and and you know kind of corral
0: everything in my space and i, mm-hmm. I like it that way you know <laughs> so that's i'm the polar opposite the reason i get into it is to stop the balcony from being built when it's spoken about. I, so no so man, the, yeah, no, the minute but. I hear that the balcony with spinning rims is about to be installed <laughs> or even discussed, I'm like, well, yeah. let's hold on. Why do we need it? Yeah. it the, how much value does it have? Who asked for it? And when I find out like, which, what department asked for it, what users are asking for it, who are they, what companies, I ask a ton of questions. I almost do death by question. Yeah. Right? But I have to find out. I have to know what the why. The why needs to be explained the, for the, build it. The
1: why is huge everywhere. But yeah, and without getting into shop talk, it's, it, it, it gets annoying for me as, as yeah. a developer to, to go down that route. And, I, and I the, got uh, frustrated by JavaScript. I
0: don't, I don't want to. Co- I stopped wanting to code because I got frustrated with JavaScript. Well, JavaScript is hell. <laughs> <laughs> but, and we'll probably have to stop tech talk soon. Yeah. Bun 1.0. Go look at it. What is it? Bun 1.0. Okay. It's awesome. this would make life easier maybe yeah I'm not in that (laughs)
1: world anymore I don't wanna (laughs) you don't wanna look at it
0: they have a fun character that's why I was like ooh like, my idiot brain went on when I saw the nice little character talking on the screen on YouTube. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, who's that little guy there? What's he doing? What do you have to say? My idiot brain. Yeah, then some, like, developers <laughs> started talking about you know, this and
1: that. We were like, talking about particles. <laughs> Splitting items. <laughs> dude, like, Ooh, look at brain, this guy dude. dance. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's watch this character dance on screen. <laughs> it's like the baby
0: dancing from the 90s websites. <laughs> That reminds me of Don Hirschfeld's animations that he did for the Learning Center, which used to be a TLC channel on cable thing. Yeah. So this famed animator, Don Hirschfeld, I think that's his name. He made they asked him to do animations for the Learning Channel for children. Mm-hmm. And he totally went off the off the reservation and created something crazy. There were supposed to be promotional spots. And none of them make sense, but they're awesome. So he has one and Look it up and watch it because they're hilarious. He has one of just, like, a baby walking and then, like, go, 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 and then falls down the steps, like, never ending for the Learning Channel, which children watch. And then he has another one where there's just some dudes, or stick figures, there's some guys sitting and there's a sign that says Silly Hat Day, and a guy shows up with a regular hat and they roll on him. (laughs) So there's, like, all these weird things he did. And the Learning Channel rejected all of his, you know, stuff, but... Look it up. It was like a pretty famous bit of like art and animation.
1: So you ever watch Bob's Burger? Yes. Yeah. Do you know the story behind Bob's Burger and how it started? Oh, no. it's awesome. So Bob's Burger, if you ever watch, he's next to a funeral, right? On one side. Mm-hmm. And a. if you look at the intro, the store on the other side is always changing. Every episode, it's a different store. So, the story goes that the original pitch for Bob's Burger was that they were killing the store owner on one side, getting to the funeral house on the other side, and cooking the meat and making it into burgers.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> the original pitch?
1: That's And if you look at the intro, you would see like the, the revolving stores on one side, but the funeral house and Bob's Burger like kind of stay the same.
0: That makes sense to me in a, in a strange <laughs> way. So I went to art and school for a while. That. And they rejected that. Oh, of course. <laughs> <rejected that>. Yeah. <laughs> well, so when I was in art school, those are the ideas that they say, yes, do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we would do, we would, we would, Hours. like Even though we had access to like 3D modeling and and animation on computers, we still Mm -hmm. had to do traditional animation, which is Mm hand-drawn. And when hand-drawn animation, it's a lot of fun and it's cool. You get a desk and you get this kind of rotary wheel, right? Mm -hmm. And it holds multiple pages and it has light behind it. And it's once you have one drawing, you pretty much trace over the next one with the character just in a little bit of a different position to give the illusion of movement, right? So we would sit there for hours just like tripping like making a character fall down or, or whatever yeah. and it would take forever and those kind of ideas <laughs> like that are like they're like yeah they're funny do that yeah so it, there's there's like a lot of them like that that come out where you're like we would be like everyone will be invited to watch the animation reels like of the whole school and some people will be like oh <laughs> why did his head get chopped <laughs> off at the end like why in high school we used to watch happy tree friends Do you watch that yes happy tree friends that's that's i'm um, coming back to me now oh, God. i remember showing it to, probably i shouldn't have but
1: showing it to my kids oh, man. it's like daddy used to watch this <laughs> then, no, I, then i pull it up, and i'm like uh, probably not the right thing I for got a, in ten trouble year a couple of
0: times <laughs> so my oldest daughter um Rachel, we used to, in the summertime, Saturdays, rare when, like, something wasn't going on, it would just be real hot out. I'd be like, let's turn the air conditioner on. We'll order pizza or we'll stay in today. Mm-hmm. And this was, my younger one was real little, so she would be, like, dolls and play time with a friend upstairs or something. So mm. Rachel, would, I would be, like, playing a video game. Right? I would play it. When Assassin's Creed first came out, I was, like, enamored by it. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was a great idea. I love the historical aspect that really like spoke to me. Yeah. And I was also loved the idea. I felt like I was in prison shanking people, but (laughs) in the ancient world. So like I, every time he would flip, I would be like, do a barrel roll. And my daughter picked up on that and loved watching the character spin and roll. So she was watching me play it. And at one point in the game, I had to hire these ladies of the night in a brothel to spy (laughs) for me. Right to spy for me. So I had like a network of brothels at some point that I would get information from so I could identify my targets and, and go get them. So she was over at her family's house at one point. So she asked me, she's like, what's a lady of the night? And I was like, Oh, probably shouldn't have. Probably shouldn't let you watch that part. You're eight, you're nine. <laughs> I was like, "That's just a, a lady wears a, a, an evening gown, pretty dress. And mm-hmm. I think everything of it, I just kept going. Yeah. She's over at the family's house, and uh, they call me. They're like, "Um, Rachel told us. We we asked her what she wants to be when she grows up. We asked her what she wants to be, and she said, a lady of the night, and we asked why. She said, because they get to wear pretty dresses all the time. And they were like, do you know anything about this? I was like, yes. uh, I'll talk to her when she comes home about that. (laughs) Bert Kreischer had this joke about his
1: kid. Um, one time it's like, oh, Isla said the n word, and and, oh, and it's like, yeah, and it's like, Isla, you shouldn't say that, you don't know, all this It's like, what the teacher said that if you are one, you can say it, and it's like, no, and all stuff, and it's like wait it's like a second, what do you think the N-word is? And it's like, nerd. And it's like, oh, oh okay, cool. You know, like, and all this stuff, that's fine. You know, and all this stuff. And then another time, it's like, Isla said the C-word. And it's like, no, nah, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Isla, what do you think the C-word is? Cunt. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the right one. Yeah, that's the right <laughs> one. Don't, yeah, so Don't say that. Don't say that, that. Don't say that one. <laughs> but, yeah, like, the kids, one time. <laughs> My, my wife likes to do that. I mean, like, she treats our kids like adults. And in the sense of, you know, there's no hiding stuff. There's no, you know, the stork broke the baby. Right? Like, it's like, mm-hmm. no, parents had sex. This is what it is. And you should know that. You yeah, know, like, very straightforward. Sky. Like, having conversations with them and, and really treating them like adults. Which I think it it's right. Hmm? Two point, right? <laughs> there, there's times where she would say stuff to them, and I'm just like, uh, I don't know if I agree with that, but go for it, right? What <laughs> time she like? I'm like, where is everybody? And I see them outside on the yard, and they're like kind of like ah, playing around this and that. I go out there, and. Each one has a knife and and it's just like swinging at each other, (laughs) and I'm like, what the f is going on here? And but like, I'm I'm like, no, this can't be right. And they're literally like trying to slash and 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 and, and like avoiding each other, and 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 like my wife and my kids are playing, and again I'm like, and then I realize like they're rubber knives. She's like, oh yeah, I thought it would be helpful for them to learn how to wheel knife. (laughs) Like,
0: all right. It's okay. I'm teaching our kids knife fighting. Yeah. It's all right. (laughs) I'm like, okay. As long as they know (laughs) yeah that the difference is rubber knives between the ones in the kitchen. Yeah. No. They're they're really good. Like I said. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kids are safe like that. But like when I first saw it, I was like, what the F is going on here. Like she's gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> teaching knife fighting. When did she I'm alright with the fight. teaching knife. Well, when <laughs> yeah, well. did we learn knife fighting? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, like that, that. That was a funny thing. Dude. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to have like as a kid. Like, I, I no? proved myself on un, unreliable and unworthy to have the tools, the sharp stuff. That like, I remember the first time I got my hands on a nail gun. That was a, a gun. That was target practice for me. Like that wasn't, I was building you, things you, with it. I was you, like, you, dish, dish, dish,
1: dish. you grew up in the time that the safety press wasn't on. It right? wasn't on. It was, you could hold it. it. You could it, hold, it hold it. It was it, like it, a machine it, gun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was fun. Like I, I yeah. I got
1: yeah my, my parents didn't like, you know, even the cap guns or whatever. So they're like, oh no, no guns.
0: Yeah, you yeah, like gutter, no I didn't idea. grow up around guns. I just had access they, to tools, fire, and, <laughs> and sharp objects. Yeah, like like most most people have access to that stuff, but like I transformed it. Yeah, into things that were fun. Yeah, well, yeah. our house is different. <laughs> the torch, the torch. torch was a big one for me. Yeah, the butane torch, just a little, you know, just a guy. You, man, yeah. I was always using that thing to <laughs> melt everything. I get my hands up, like Dad, I need a new. Tank. he was like for what what do you mean tank what were you doing I was like I was in the garage I found a torch it was awesome yeah and he was like you're not allowed to use a torch anymore So like I did know you were in there using a the torch I said like, yes I was using the torch he was like what'd you do I was like I melded all manner of thing
1: yeah
0: there, no pepsi can came in and didn't get melded like I was like there's a whole bunch of stuff in there then I found out what I could do with like epoxy <laughs> right like that I had like epoxy in a torch and that got very sticky and I couldn't get it off certain things <laughs> once I stuck it on there and melted it. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined my dad's tool at one point. I had his whole voice locked up, like I would heat things up to see yeah. how red they would get <laughs> 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 just expanding and shrinking it and
1: <laughs> gets locked up,
0: yeah, and then my dad, my dad would be like, make sure you put all the tools away. you know, I would yeah. always have something going
1: like my kid does like um anytime we do fires or whatever outside. Yeah he's like do you need wood chopped i can chop some wood yeah you know, like sure and all that stuff it's like yeah. <laughs> set up with the axe yard you know and then just mm-hmm. like okay here's a safety thing you know and then he knows but every single time he swings it just goes pump punk pump, punk like it's just hitting the the wood and then the ground wood mm-hmm. and ground and just like dulling my blade <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> like it's like it's a good learning experience but at the same time i'm gonna freaking deal with that maintenance
0: now you sharpen sharpen the yeah sharpen the x i used yeah. to have a sharpener in my garage i didn't yeah. use it that much so but yeah like i think it's important for the
1: kids you know yeah how, how to
0: and The girls deal. the girls i like they never had an interest like well yeah th- it's different i'm gonna cut the grass like at least cut the grass for me and yeah my wife's like don't chop their feet off you know <laughs> it was chop like i don't think so <laughs> but so yeah my uh we did like a fire pit in the back i gotta build one i i had like a metal tray that i had and then it you know just they don't last that many seasons but
1: i don't know if it but- told you this or not but like yeah i got the stones and everything and my wife decided to like take all the stones to where we're gonna build a fire pit Mm -hmm. and you know it reminded me of that comedian that was like you know like that's fine but you know you got to tell neighbors that you wanted to do this (laughs) not Mm -hmm. that i made you do this
0: (laughs) Anytime I see a grouping of stones and sticks, I always think of the Blair Witch project. And I think like I feel like I'm inviting that witch <laughs> to my fire at some point. Yeah, that's getting back to the conspiracy. <laughs> <how it> <laughs> we All didn't right. even we didn't even talk about the the conspiracy. Well, I don't know if it's well, a conspiracy, but the Nephilim Giants. The what? Yeah. Oh yeah, the Giants. Okay. But the ahead. Nephilim. Like there's there's like Historical context. So did you ever um, hear about... What is it? It's the the uh, the book of Enoch. No. It's, it's one of the books that were left out of the Bible on purpose. There's a couple books, but this one particularly has tons of historical references, and you can track stories in the Bible from there to it. Enoch was Moses' great-grandfather or great-grandfather. He's mentioned once in the Bible. Mm-hmm. His story is... God took him because he was devout. He said, yo, I'm going to come up to heaven. I'm going to show you what it's about. He was like, thanks. He goes up to heaven, right? And he learns all about the choirs of angels and all the things there. But he also learns that there's some rogue angels about. So the concept of the fallen angel is really the angels coming back down to earth and they're mad because God didn't make them wives and they want wives, so they come to take human wives, right? But because they co-mingle their DNA, they create giants, and that's where giants come from, but the giants eat all the food on the earth, and when there's no more food, they start eating people, and that's when God has to send the crew down to say like, yo, you gotta get rid of all the giants, but the giants, because they're like a hybrid, cannot be killed, so God basically buries them in the earth under the the oceans, right? So this is like the, the crazy cool story that ties in historically to like what you can read in the Bible. And it's really interesting. It is. I I love
1: educational kind of outlooks on Bible stories or, you know, any like kind of religion. Mm -hmm. I took a religion class in college and I remember that there was a whole thing of like why there's no stories of Jesus from 18 to 32, I think it is. Mm -hmm. Right? and you know part of it had to do with mary wanted jesus to get married and yeah. and he since he had a purpose in life and in this earth then he didn't want to so therefore he ran off and not only did he ran off but he ran off to the east where he met like you know uh monks that were like mm-hmm. you know uh meditating and everything and and teaching all that because there's correlations of of the bible after he comes back between that and and um Buddhism right yeah so there there's yeah, nice. like all these like you know scholar kind of outlook on religion it's
0: really really cool So really if, if you read through the bo- so <clears throat> my my daughter's her her boyfriend is Egyptian and he I I'm, I'm very interested in their culture and he tells me when he when they learn about religion as children in Egypt they're taught that the Torah the Bible and the Quran are a three-part series that are supposed to be studied together mm-hmm. which the the Quran is the end, the end book right it's the most recent accounting of of religion in, in the world of of God right mm-hmm. so like they see it differently. They see it as a beginning to end story because Jesus also appears as a prophet there. And in their story, he also comes back down to convert all good people into to being good Muslims, teach them how to live, live a good life. Mm-hmm. For us, we have more of a tactical, like I kind of feel like, Jesus is like in at least in the United States is like America Jesus, you know, like he's coming down with a tactical vest <laughs> to, to like get rid of all the bad people. I don't think <laughs> I've ever heard that part.
1: I think I might I have made it up. I think very like scholar view yes. on this. That. That's the idiot that. brain working again. That's the idiot, America right? Jesus. The here idiot, to save, the idiot here idiot to save brain you Takes I... over a lot yeah. for me and you. That's
0: why guns aren't illegal. They're waiting for America Jesus to come down and he's gonna need them. In the end days. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's my stuff. <laughs> We're going to have an interesting podcast description this,
1: uh, this week.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: With that, I think it's time to wrap it up, man.
0: Yeah, man. It's time to
1: wrap it up. Good talking. Let's Later, play bro. some chess. Let's do it.